Hey, it's your boy OG Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Run Podcast, available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Click and enjoy. Burn. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I would have talked about this Chris Brown situation a little bit sooner. Well, actually quicker than expected. I messed up. I, I was gone for a couple of days. I had to, you know, reset my brain. I was tired. I wasn't focused. I was doing some nextness, you know. So my apologies in advance and my apologies to anybody before that. But um, I'm back right now. And from the last episode, I was talking about Chris Brown being charged with rape. That was totally false. The female, whoever charged him, lied, saying that that wasn't the case. She totally just tried to play Chris Brown as a sucker. Chris Brown's free. So I can say without a doubt, Chris Brown, I'm happy you're out. You know, I had my doubts because of your prior history and everything like that. But you know what? I, yo, you, I, as, as I said before, if you did it, you got to go to jail for it. You got to take the blame. If you didn't do it, then hopefully she has to get sued or something. I don't believe she needs to get beat up in this in that case right now because I don't, I don't, you know, and back in the era, we probably would have did it. But now we in a conscious era right now where everybody's just looking for ways to look at dudes and hell them responsible, even if they didn't do it. We got to look at it for what it is. And that was totally, uh, that could have ended Chris, Chris Brown's career. I don't care how you look at it. There's certain, there's certain, you know, certain things you just don't do in that point. And the fact that she went all out to accuse Chris Brown of rape and drug use and everything like that. Now, the drug thing, that's one thing you can probably let go, depending on what country you're at. Because I'm pretty sure in, in, you know, countries like Paris, oh, Paris is a city in France, you know, that's a no-no. And I'm pretty sure they go above and beyond the describe people, especially, you know, black men, men of color, you know. I believe they will go to they will go above me on just to just to clap somebody down right now and just shut their career down. And she was looking to end Chris Brown's career right there with that one horrible statement. That right that, that right that big statement right there she said has the potential of ending Chris Brown completely. But the fact that that wasn't the case, the fact that this was not to be true. I'm proud of. I'm happy for Chris Brown. I'm happy that he gets a he gets a you know, he gets a chance to see the better day and continue on his career. And hopefully he just continue doing what he's been doing right now, selling out shows, making hits, and breaking all types of records. Not that long ago he was he was by far maybe the youngest artist ever to get his own masters. And he's been doing this since he was he was a baby, what 13, 12, doing music. He didn't blow up until he was 16 with Run It. And then he started going on a string of hits and hits and dropping, you know, great albums. Even with the situation he had with Rihanna and all his little off issues with Drake, the Migos, Karushi, he still managed to, for the most part, I'm sorry, boy, sorry, he still managed for the most part to still drop, you know, countless music, great hits. Billboard, no shots, number one singles. He's he's done it. He's done it. He's been the he's been the you know the guy. When you talk about R and B songs, he is the top of it. When you're talking about who's the best of this generation, hands down, Chris Brown. You have to say Chris Brown, automatically. 
and then you could talk you could throw a toss up to artists like Trey Songs or Neo of this generation I mean Chris Brown's Chris Brown's definitely been the best R&B artist of this generation hands down and um it could have been it definitely could have been sour and flipped around if this was the case that he did hurt her and do all that but he didn't do none of that so I'm, you know like I said Chris Brown he stood his ground he said that was not him that's not in his character and you know I salute to the man now as far as this shit that you know did this trying to accuse this guy trying to single-handedly shut him down yo she gotta get sued honestly you can't you can't just walk I, listen I'm surprised that there's no laws right now for false accusation you get arrested for that that should be a felony at this point that you falsely accusing somebody and you know those type of things right there those are not light those are those are serious offenses right now that can put somebody in jail for x amount of years especially of men of color men of color especially we go down for we go down for the longest feed the longest so overall i'm happy that chris brown is out of it as i said this chick needs to get she needs some type of punishment i don't feel like i hope chris brown's do something you know, if the if because if this you know if the country's not gonna try her for that crime right now, Chris Brown gotta sue her. Defamation of character, he oh emotional distress. They put Chris Brown. Chris Brown was locked up for a couple hours. You don't even know what Chris Brown mentality was right now. He's about that life, but at the same time, he Chris Brown wasn't signing up to go to jail for no type of you know just you know raping, taking a pussy away. No, it's kind of sad overall to see the situation how people gets accused for some something stupid like this and at the same time it's, it also makes chicks that been really raped bad right now because right now you don't know what to believe right now and that and this is why we in the, the you know rotating cycle of just bad you know just it's just pure you know utter nonsense right now it looks it's bad for the chicks that's really been raped because now they're gonna be now it's gonna be now they're really gonna be really they're gonna be pressed hard about it much more than ever now just because of the situation you know overall Chris Brown I'm happy you're out of this nonsense and hopefully you know justice you get your justice because you didn't deserve this at all nobody deserves to be under that type of scrutiny as for the chick whatever was her mindset of why she did that please know that there's real chicks in the world that has been has going through something like that and the fact that you was trying to do that off a of come up right now, that's disgraceful. That's distasteful and that's utterly pathetic. You that was that was uncalled for. Whatever whatever that was you was you was upset at Chris Brown about or anything should never have even happen. The fact that you even took it to great length to even try to put down Chris Brown and his bodyguard, accuse him of this and drug use when Chris Brown has already been trying to fight off that whole drug situation, utterly just pathetic. Chris Brown, salute to you. On, as I said, you get you, you know, and continue on to, you know, to continue on your music, man. Continue on dropping, dropping great music, and hopefully just don't let the people like this one try to bring you down. As for her, I hope somebody, you know, I hope she gets arrested. Somebody, I hope Chris Brown does press charges. Forget, you know, because I don't, she ain't got, she don't, if she don't got the money to be, you know, talking about doing all the suing shit, don't even sue her. Just press charges on her, and hopefully the law takes it, you know, they do their job due diligently. If not, then sue her.
Okay, I just want to get this out the way. I haven't talked about this in a couple of days since the last conference, the first two weeks ago. I'll say that because that's been the last time I really was talking a lot of you know junk about this. So we got the New England Patriots against the Los Angeles Rams. For those who may know, it's another Boston versus LA matchup. Last year in baseball, we saw you got the Red Sox beating the Dodgers, and then the epic rivalry between the Celtics and Lakers over the course of their you know last. 30 years against each other, Magic, Bird, just you know how you know how it goes. Anyway, um, just to quickly wrap it up, to summarize who I feel like is going to win right now. I wish I could have did this in a separate podcast, but I guess I didn't get the chance to. Well, not even I guess I just didn't have the chance to. I'm going to sum it up like this: Tom Brady wins, he's got the most Super Bowl ever. Tom Brady loses, he's going to be tied for the most losses ever. So. Nobody's nobody's taking away that Tom Brady is the greatest QB ever. I I don't he's he's because he is. Uh, it's not even about him being the greatest QB ever. I think right now he wins this. I think this solidifies him as the greatest NFL player ever. If he wins this, I think he needs to win. He has to win this to be at least considered the greatest player in NFL history. Just not just in his generation, but just ever. In the whole history of football, as nobody has been successful and accomplished as Tom Brady, and um, I, I, I don't know. I would like to say that they, this team got it, but um, you know, I just looking at this Rams team right now. This is a this this defense can get after people. Dominic Sue, you know. We don't know. We didn't know what he was gonna be after he came after he left the Lions to the Dolphins, and then he came to the Rams. He found a resurgence. Aaron Donald, he's been the anchor of this defense, and Jeff Goff, and just in his third year right now, he's really, he's really taking he's, really, he's took it up to another level. There's no reason to believe why they this team is gonna you know. I I think I got the Rams winning. I got the Rams winning, and uh honestly, I I was looking at it as a shootout. Because the way the Patriots have been scoring the last two weeks right now, you would have thought that the Patriots were the best team in football the way they were scoring all cylinders. And just by what happened last year when they lost to the Eagles, the way they lost to them, I know Tom Brady's got a ship on his shoulder. I know he's going to find some way to try to air it out. But um, I don't see that being the case. I think the Rams is going to down Tom Brady. They're going to defraud him and they're going to take him out. So his final score... Thirty-five to twenty-three, the Rams. I think the Rams is gonna put the they're gonna put they're gonna put the stop in on this defense. They're gonna definitely get to Tom Brady. Tom Brady haven't been sacked at all this whole playoffs. Uh, I think it's due. For, I think it's due for him to get sacked, and that's about it. This just happened a couple minutes ago. Takashi 69 has pleaded guilty to nine counts of racketeering charges. Now, for those who may not, for those who are, who are, everybody thought that you know 69 was uh, you know he was tough, he was hardcore. This boy is a snitch. I'm sorry, he's a hands down snitch. You was talking all that gang chain crap, and now look at you. Now instead that he didn't put no names into it, he just pled guilty to what he said he did. 
but I'm I'm pretty sure that they're gonna he's gonna they're gonna use him as evidence against whoever. And since he's out of since he's they never they listen, they don't give recall charges or cut deals to people, especially if they didn't did a leader. Six nine clearly not the leader of six of you know, straight away. They're trying to get shoddy. They're trying to put shoddy down. And and you know, ever since the whole lawyer situation that got taken out for six nine since shoddy got a different lawyer. A whole conflict of interest, whatever you want to call it. The game plan has been alright, what's six nine next move? What is he gonna do to, you know, change it up? And this is the result. He had he went he he, he played guilty. Does that mean that does it automatically mean that six nine is a snitch? Um, yeah, it does. It definitely does. He's a snitch. There's no you can't you can't really you can't write that off. He he homie did his homie did his dirt. And you know, depending on the severity of it, he's looking at forty seven years in jail. Now I'm pretty sure they're gonna tell him they probably he's probably gonna give these guys more information just to knock the charges down. But if I'm uh, I'm wondering who whoever is six nine lawyer right now they even allowed this situation to go down to a point where he could plead guilty and you know nine counts of racketeering that's a lot that's not no you know easy you know just a sentence that is knocked down you automatically you're automatically just saying that okay this is what I got right now this is this is you know I, I'm, I'm messing up what I'm what I'm trying to say is goddamn six you mean to tell me that you was about that gang life and now you're pleading guilty? Something must have happened during, once they got arrested to now to see how it was going to go down. Or maybe 6 9 was trying to get himself out of this bad situation before it became what it is. And sadly, he didn't get out in time. This is where they at right now. You got one guy right now who's saying, don't break, don't spend, you know, don't fold and shoddy. Rightfully so, he's telling everybody, yo, we sticking together as a group, but we're going down as a group. 6 9 is like, eh. I gotta go. I don't think so. And he was out. There's no if ands buts about it. Now in the nine counts he you know, he said F this I'm done with. I don't know. He could have maybe no, maybe not. I don't know I don't know what any difference he could have done. But right now everybody's from where everybody's saying that those nine counts could equal forty seven years in prison. Which means, in, at a laughable, he won't be getting out until 69. That's that's I don't even know that's even even that's even true or not. But you you plead guilty to nine counts. I don't remember. I don't even remember Bobby Smurder pleading to so many charges like those. Or was he? I think Bobby Smurder just I believe he pled to what conspiracy. So these this is I think this is worse. But regardless. He's not getting out of jail no time soon. I'm sorry, and I think he's going he's going to go down further than Bobby Smurder. And that's crazy too. Bobby Smurder's going to get out by the time Six Nine definitely goes into jail, especially time served to that whole year and a half that he got locked up for Six Nine. Unless this unless it's a deal where Six Nine really just bringing everybody down, like Frank Lucas did. He's six nine. I don't see six nine getting out of jail at all. 
Now, I'm pretty sure there was probably there was probably a situation where um it was a situ I'm pretty sure the situation was where they gave him they told him you're not you're gonna is a life sentence. I don't think it's a death penalty. It's either a life sentence or you're gonna take this. Now, I'm well, I don't know whoever the lawyer is, but they could have dragged I'm pretty sure they could have dragged that out. Bob Smurder, Bob Smurder had multiple lawyers, but yet that case was dragged out. One, because there was not really much evidence. Now, in this case, maybe there's a lot of evidence on this young guy whose name is Daniel Hernandez, that's 6 ix real name, to say that, okay, we got everything on you. 6 ix 9 pretty much said that he was the guy that gave the money for the chief keep shooting. I, would, I don't know. It's bugged out to see somebody of his stature go down the way he went down. You know, I don't. I didn't care much for his music, but you can see his career was popping off already. But you know, you see, I always wonder. You always always makes you wonder why you even get involved in a gang, all this crap. If you know you're going down with these people, who knows? But six nine snitched on himself. I don't know. He snitched on the rest of six straight no straight away. I don't know. But yeah, it's crazy. I want to touch on a personal matter right now while I'm here because I didn't really get a chance to even get deep into this right now um, when it came to the whole government shutdown. I, I, I tend to stay out of it because I didn't have all the facts. But let's look at it from this point of view for anybody who's for this whole government shutdown and why this was or who's against it and why this was just this was stupid overall. One you got a man who was preaching for Mexico to build the wall for them after he proposed the plan to for the wall. But yeah, he got another country wants them to build it. Two. He went on a crusade to, to shut the whole government down if his wall was ever built. Now, for all that, you was better off just calling, a, you know, in a, you know, a national emergency if that was the case. You didn't even do that. You you proceeded with doing this shutdown. You proceeded on costing a lot of workers money. They could get the, the easily easily get their money back, but the fact that they had to work for free for all them weeks right now. And you expect them not to really care and what and have remorse and all this it's utterly pathetic also you shut down the FDA and you shut down a lot of government programs that was here that helped millions of Americans from food stamps to welfare to disability to whatever there was needed you cut that was cut down once you know the whole shutdown began because you know how it is everything is all governmental and federal so the moment you shut that type that type of thing down programs can't get no money because of it and this is the scenario we at right now millions of people was affected through this shutdown so for anybody that's complaining about oh I didn't just let them build a wall no we don't fuck first of all we got the best border patrol in the in the whole world I don't I don't really see the the, the logic of even building a wall what a wall is gonna do you're just cutting out half of America you're not, you're not really cutting, what about, the, what about the rest of America? If you're going to build a wall for just Mexico, you got to build a wall for Canada. You got to build a wall for the ocean. You got to do all that. Shit, that don't even make no sense whatsoever. And hopefully, there's something could be fixed and resolved when it comes to nonsense like this. I don't, I don't believe, you know, 
Trump is gonna last long in office, but at the same time, he's single-handedly survived almost any type of nonsense thrown his way. You still got the whole Russia investigation that won't go away anytime soon. They're looking for any type of evidence to get Trump. And they have the evidence to stop Trump. They're just not going for it. They're trying to go, go for every one of his single, anybody under him to get. Instead of going for the direct target. The direct target is Trump. I don't see no reason why this is still a debatable, you know, argument. You got the guy you want. Get him. You're going for all his little guys and everything like that. Conan, Mueller, all the people involved right now, they're all stupid. They're looking for ways not to go at the president because they say they figured this is this is the direct cause of it. They feel like we get him, it's over. And yeah, it's going it is over. They don't want to see another president get impeached. You saw you saw what happened to the last president that got impeached, that was Nixon. They're not trying they're not trying to have a repeat performance of a president getting impeached right now. That's the biggest embarrassment you could ever get in America. But at the same time, what he's doing, what what the situation has became is boil is begun is became bigger than Watergate. Before I leave this episode of the Let Ben podcast, I want to sit. I don't want to even want to sit down. I want my listeners to listen here. For anybody who's a fan of the NBA, who's a diehard supporter of the NBA, I'm pretty sure there's that one laughable team in the NBA that you just can't, you just have to laugh at every damn time you hear them on the news for all the dumbest of reasons. And the joke of the NBA for the last two decades has been the New York Knickerbockers. My favorite team in the NBA, the Knicks, the team I desperately love. But desperately, I hope they can finally win the championship. Are nowhere close to winning anything. Yesterday, they pulled off a laughable trade out of, out of nowhere. You traded their best. They traded the guy who they considered the franchise after you got rid of Carmelo. You looked at Porzingis that after Carmelo left, he went to OKC. You dubbed Porzingis the franchise, the cornerstone, the guy who's going to bring you back. And before he got hurt last February, that's been a it's been a calendar year since he got hurt. He was averaging over 23 points a game, getting around 10, 11 rebounds. In his three, he was he was maybe the best complete player that time. He got he scored 10 30 point games, the most during that time as a Nick before he got hurt. Then he got hurt. This team didn't go nowhere after that. They failed to make it to playoffs. He was an all-star though, but he didn't even get a chance to play. A year later, we come back to a scenario where now he doesn't want to be with the team no more. He is unhappy and is whatever. So, in less than an hour, even when he said that, the Knicks said, okay, peace. Traded him ASAP, without no question at all. Now. For somebody, now Porzingis always always had his issues with the Knicks ever since the whole Phil Jackson situation. How Phil Jackson handled, you know, Carmelo and how everything was going against him. And I agree, Porzingis was right on that. Phil Jackson, as great as a head coach he has been, this will be his definitely his his little rubbing on the side as a general as like a president of operations. He he's horrible. 
he's a great coach and nobody's taking that away from him but we gotta admit Phil Jackson had talent he had great he had great superstars to make him that great we look at well nobody's gonna take away Phil Jackson 11 rings the most all time nobody's taking that away from him Phil Jackson is the he's the Zen master the triangle offense but even in today's NBA right now that offense is crap that offense don't mean shit no more more reason why we look at Craig Popovich that's the greatest ever because what the talent that he was able to have or the lack of talent and what he was able to do with it considering last year what feel like considering last year what Popovich did with that with a, with a roster as this lackluster as this he made it work even this year right now DeMar Rose DeMar Rosa is an all-star but we don't look at him as like a, a MVP candidate not even with Marcus Aldridge. Both of them all-stars, but not like MVP candidates that do anything. But they made those guys work around him. Now, in Phil Jackson's case, he was better off being the head coach. Maybe he could have got something out of Carmelo. He didn't do that. Instead, he was running operations. The best idea they got ever was Pazingas. They tanked that season just to get the in-position to have a player. And they got Pazingas. Now, shortly after, we all was wondering what was the whole point, but Bazingas became who we was hoping that he could be for this franchise. A seven foot three guy who can shoot threes, rebound, dunk, block. He was a complete he was a complete package similar to Dirk Nowinski. We had we had the answer to Dirk Nowinski on our team. And yet almost two years later right now, he's gone. He got traded to where Nowinski's at, the Mavericks. They traded him. They got rid of Tim Hardaway, who, let me remind you, you got rid of him the first time. You brought him back for a max contract for four years, which I even said at the time was way too high. Why are you giving a guy that you got rid of before to bring him back to have, what, $70 million? And you don't even keep the guy. You just you, you threw him just to throw him right now. Now, no, that's not, that's not, no knock on Hardaway Jr. He is a fantastic offensive guard. He can put up points. He could definitely put up points. But he's first of all, he's playing in a losing team. I don't. Two, he don't. He never, he never lived up to that contract. And I think he was he was not a guy who can even fulfill that contract. Plus, the Knicks gave him boatload of money for what? To have him averaging what? 19 points a game? Come on, get the hell out of here. The Knicks, the Knicks were stupid to even give him that much money. But to the, like I said, to my, to the defense, Hardaway is not. I'm not. Hardaway was alright. Hardaway, he averaged respectable numbers. If he was moving, trying to build a championship team, he would definitely, he definitely be your number two guy. The only problem is we never know if that's even going to happen for him. You get rid of him, you straight rid of Courtney Lee, who another bad contract. Courtney Lee did not deserve four years, sixty million dollars at the Knicks. You know, rightfully so, gave him that much money, hoping that he could be, you know, he can be a he can be a, a well reliable shooting guard, and that's not even the case. He can't shoot for nothing. He can't. He can't. It's not against him that he's a horrible player. He's just he don't. He's not the guy that I'll give max money to. He ain't the guy that I'm, I'm looking around to give a max contract to for four years, sixty million. He's not the guy. You also get rid of. Who else? Trey Burks. Trey Burks is a young. He he was he he came. End of last year he came up. He was a spark plug for that team. He can score all all over the place. The the fact that they didn't utilize him this year 
they use Moutier, they use Neil Akinnon over him. That was a mistake. Even off the bench, that was a mistake that you didn't even have him play bench minutes and put him some points. He's a he's a great asset. They didn't even do that. They didn't do that at all. You got you send for all those four. You send them to the Mavericks. You get DeAndre Jordan, who's going who I most who most likely is going to get waived. You got one year left. They could they eat, the Knicks going to eat that contract and waive this fool right away. So this what we this one so this how DeAndre Jordan's career is going to go down to. Y'all trade this guy. So this is it. Not that long ago, DeAndre Jordan was a multiple-time All-Star. He's a great pass blocker. Well, not been bugging, a shot blocker. He can get his rebounds, and he's he's a decent shooter. Free throws, no, but regardless, he can. He's a, he was a solid complementary player, and you turn him into you turn him into dust right now. He's he's irrelevant at this point. You also get Russell Matthews who was also a solid player back in Portland before he went to Dallas and he struggled. They're going to wave him also. He's not the type of player that's going to stay for that. And you got a guy named Dennis Smith Jr. The same Dennis Smith Jr. y'all passed on for this bum, Neil Achilles. And no, I know knock on Neil Achilles right now, but he's, he's what we all expected. He's a project type player. We don't know if he's ever going to live to that hype to what he could have been. You got this young guy playing forward right now. He's like six foot two. You got him playing small forward. Come on, get the hell out of here. This this Knicks team do not know what to do with this guy. And especially under the new management and the new head coach, Scott Fisdale. Fisdale is just trying to see what can work. And this ain't working. This is not working at all. Trade him too. You still got Eric Cannon's situation that he wants to go. You got, I don't know why you didn't get rid of him. He's, and he's been maybe the best consistent player on this team, and yet he's on the bench right now. This team has been tanking quicker than what that Phil Jackson-led team was doing when they had Dirk Fisher. They, he, had, he got let go. You brought in Scott Hornacek. And he got let go. No, There's been no answers for this Knicks right now. Management sucks. Coaching sucks. The players around them are either old or finished. Or they're just distracted by the New York limelight. They can't do anything. Suck. Carmelo was by far your best guy you had. And even to even to his credit right now, Carmelo at times, he was too ball dominant. He wasn't, he, he was, he didn't play well defense. He didn't pass it too much. Gotta go. Amari Stoudemire, hurt. You gave him that much money and look at him. He even last, he didn't even play. He didn't, he even live, he didn't even live up to that contract. He was hurt every time. What can what what can the Knicks do at this point? Scott Mills, you know the GM Scott Fisdale. They're doing they're going about listen. You can't win. Just keep losing. And hopefully you get enough ping balls again in the draft where you could either go one, two or three. I think that's that's how, that's that's pretty much where the mindset. Don't forget, this Knicks team was the worst team in basketball a couple years back when it got Pazingas. That led to getting Pazingas when they were the worst record. And that was the worst record in franchise history. You now essentially you're going you're trying you're trying to do it again. Worst record in basketball again. And what? What's gonna happen? You might not even you might not even get the number one overall this time around. You didn't get it the first time. Who to say you're gonna get it now? I don't, I don't, I don't know what this team is doing right now. The whole point of tanking. 
yes, you free up, you free up, you free up cap space right now. That now automatically gives you two open spots right now. This, you know, throughout to sign somebody. But do you really think Kyrie is going to leave Boston to come to New York? No, I don't think so. You think Kevin Durant is going to leave if they win a championship this year, which I believe they will leave, even if they didn't win. Would it, is he going to leave Golden State? No. Do you think they got enough package to get Anthony Davis if they trade Kevin Knox, Cantor, a couple of draft picks? Do you think he, do you think Anthony Davis is going to come to the Knicks? No. So right now, overall, all y'all just did right now was free up cash space for what? The, the, the bank on these marquee players? No, that's not going to work. And you think, and you think you're going to get Kevin, you're going to get a guy like Zion Williamson or RJ Barrett? No. So overall, like I said, same old Knicks, same old stupidity, same old bullshit. I don't want to hear it no more. This is by, this is this is getting pathetic more and more. And I'm looking at Fizdale. Fizdale's a solid coach. I, I feel like he knows what he's doing, but time will tell if this Knicks can even get the shit going. And as long as James Dolan's still running this shit, nothing's gonna get soft in New York. We're gonna be a laughable team. Brooklyn Nets is making us look bad. What else could happen? Hey, it's your boy OG Bernie, and this is the Left Burn Around Podcast, available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Click and enjoy. Burn.